Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Greg Ostertag, Chris Morris, Joey Devine, Shandon Anderson, Mark Eaton, Byron Brian Russell, John Stockton, Sean Keane, Matt Harpering, yes. <laughs> Lee Nalen, <laughs> Deshaun Stevenson, Memo O'Cor, special guest Sam Wilde. Guest 21 Pilots. <laughs> and now the host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Brown Ball Rock. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, Round Ball, what the fuckers? Round Ball, what the rockers? Uh, Round Ball Rocketeers. Um, I've got to say I'm a little thrown off because I was really worried Don Pardo was in trouble when he chose the Utah Jazz, and <laughs> I couldn't think of a single Utah musical group. Oh. He pulled it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, mean he, I think he's a Donnie and Marie fan from way back. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, that, those dulcet tones you're hearing are my co-host, Sean Keane. Hey, guys. How's it going? And uh, we've got a real special guest here. Uh very funny, super funny, great funny <laughs> uh, comedian Sam Wiles. Sam, how you doing? I'm good. I uh, until Sean did that, I'd forgotten that Vanessa Bayer's not coming back. I know. <laughs> it's really, real sad. Really broke no, my heart. 
It's uh, the first year in 15 years. No Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No Keenan Thompson going into his 35th season. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's taking Bobby Moynihan's slot. Antoine Carr. Oh, <laughs> <that> crazy. Wow. <laughs> Well, you've got to have a fat, so, funny yes, guy. You've got to have so. a fat, funny guy. you got to have, have a man who, in his late 40s, playing in the NBA, is wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Not goggles. Sunglasses. Regular sunglasses. They were almost like what you wear at the dentist to protect your eyes from yeah. radiation. Yeah, they were, they were actually eclipse glasses. They, no, they were like literally ready. like orange, like monocolor glasses. Like nut. Yeah, it was like... But they also weren't goggles. It they, was, they had no... Yeah, it was Hook like he went to the shooting range and forgot yeah. to take his glasses yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quick before we get to the business, we've got to do some business. Uh, guys, we here at Round Ball Rock. Did you know we're on Twitter at Round Rock Pod? That's right. Uh, did you know we have a Facebook page that you can like? And also, most importantly, did you know we're on iTunes? If you didn't know, how are you listening to this right now? But more importantly, you know what helps us on iTunes? Five-star reviews, baby. Give them to us. Give us those five stars. Um, and yes, I swear to you, we are. we did get to 50 five-star reviews, so we are going to record the commentary track of My Giant. Um <laughs> Some of us are out of town. Uh, some of us are busy writing about the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once all that is over, we are going to record that episode, I promise. Now, I'm, I'm wildly disappointed that Dave will be attending a sporting event in Las Vegas this weekend, which is not the Big Three Championship. Well, uh. he's not actually attending that sporting event. That is the weirdest thing Dave He's is not doing. going to the fight? No, he has to, he's dra- his fantasy football draft is on Saturday. So he went to Vegas to cover he's covering the fight. Around the fight, but not the fight itself. I mean, that's it's not really going to be a fight, right? Like it's either Floyd Mayweather throwing the fight or um Conor McGregor being beaten very very badly. Because he's never been in a boxing match Look, before. I don't know anything about boxing or MMA. But Here. what I do know is I talked to a friend of the show, Brendan Lynch, about this yesterday. Yes. And he is a person who actually follows this stuff very closely. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's going to go a lot longer than people think. Because McGregor has a giant head and is very good at taking punches. <laughs> and Floyd Mayweather breaks his hand every boxing match. Huh. Oh, so he thinks that that paradoxically Conor McGregor is too good at getting hit in the face. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And he thinks McGregor's going to go a lot longer than people think. But there's zero mm. chance he can possibly Correct. Win. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. he does think it's going to be a Rocky style tie. Like I mean not tie, but mm. where Mayweather wins but McGregor wins for going the distance, and people are like, whoa, McGregor really did it. <laughs> and then they fight again, and yes. Floyd Mayweather bets $50 million on the Washington Generals, <laughs> puts his betting slip on Twitter. He can never retire. McGregor's uh, doing the Homer Simpson, like he can just take it because of the padding in his brain. Exactly. Yeah, over yeah. and over. <laughs> oh, man, there, is, uh, there was such a great story I read about that Tyson McNeely fight. 
Uh, do you remember that? Mike Tyson's uh-huh. first fight out of prison was this big white guy. Yeah, the guy who got knocked out by pizza later, right? Uh, was that a commercial? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, the uh, the trainer, apparently his trainer secretly made like a million dollar bet that the fight wouldn't last 90 seconds. <laughs> and now McNeely does get knocked down and he is getting his ass kicked. But at like 129 in the first round, the trainer just steps into the ring. And wow. it's like automatic DQ, eighty nine second fight, and then quietly had his associates, you know, collect on his millions and millions of dollars from that That's super specific bet. And Peter McNeely was not mad because he got that pizza commercial. Yeah, it's great. He also got an America Online commercial, and it was like you can get online in shorter than Peter McNeely. Jesus, I don't know. Um, one more piece of business before we get to the news. Uh, Sean, you and I are recording on Thursday yes. for Friday's show. Uh, and we there's very little basketball news. And we don't have a guest. So what we wanted to do is something fun. Round ball mailbag, baby. So yeah, Sean and I are going to do a mailbag. Uh, so send in... And all of your dumbest questions. We only take dumb questions. Email them. Tweet them at us. We will not. We're not going to answer you on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And that's not because we don't love you. It's because we're, we're saving it for the yeah, show. We're producing it. You can hear them. That's how people want their questions answered. Three days later in a 75 minute audio file. So, yeah, there rather is- than a direct. No, no smart questions. We only want dumb questions. Cause, so because we can only give dumb answers because we are dumb people. Uh, so yeah, tweet us your questions at Round Rock Pod uh, on Twitter or email us your questions at oh, I mean Round Ball Rock Pod at gmail.com i think that's right uh also we have a phone number you can call us and offer us uh-huh. your questions uh robot play that google voice number three two three six eight two zero three four two cool uh <laughs> all right we put it in in post sam yeah, yeah. sam was very confused was that a robot did not like, play a phone number God damn it. <laughs> he's looking around there's no robot um all right should we talk about some news you Let's guys go to the news all right This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. First, your first story, and this is a weird one, but also the only real news story we have. Uh, The Indiana Pacers have filed a tampering complaint against the Lakers regarding Paul George. My first question for you guys, uh, did they actually tamper? I mean, most likely, yes. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah? Does, but is tampering anything? Doesn't yeah, every NBA, NBA team tampers. Isn't that like a crime right? everyone is yeah. doing constantly and openly? Yeah, like, it's like smoking weed or whatever. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, we're all fine with it. Yeah, the cops are fine with it. This reminds me of well, uh, this was it. It's weird that there's a tampering charge from a team that the player did not go to. Right. Like normally, this is they signed a guy. 
but he's not on the Lakers now. He says he wants to go to the Lakers next year. This reminds me of the the 49ers once lost, I think, a fourth-round pick for tampering with linebacker Lance Briggs of the Bears, and he did not sign with them either. They just gave up that pick. Well, (laughs) but Paul George is going to the Lakers. I mean, maybe. We all know this. Yeah. But, seems right. So Probably. this to me seems more like it's a minority report situation, like where <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he committed thought crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where they're like he's going to commit this crime. Yeah. That's what minority report was about, right? <laughs> I mean, granted, it is pretty shitty that he did this. Sure. I mean, but I mean, they they also got to trade him instead of you know, hoping he would stay and then getting nothing. It's weird to I me. I mean, they got worse than they nothing. They got worse Victor than Oladipo's nothing, yeah. four-year contract, <laughs> but... It's weird to me that I think that Exhibit A and Exhibit B in this uh, tampering case will be two Jimmy Kimmel interviews. <laughs> <laughs> one Paul George gave where he was basically just like, yeah, I'm going to the Lakers. And one Magic Johnson gave where he was like, I can't say who's coming, but that player, I'd like to talk to you, and then winked at the camera. Yeah. I also I also fully believe that Magic Johnson just straight up called him or texted well, him and didn't definitely. care. I, yeah. yeah, I think that's what's going to come out. Like, uh, I, don't, I, I don't, I imagine that it's sort of not chicanery at all, as much as it is like, Hey, my DMs are open. I'm Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I beat HIV. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's what to me was a really funny subplot of this story is that Peter Vesey was the first one to report it. <laughs> Coming and, out of a cave. Right, and no one believed it because they were like, Peter Vesey just hates Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then, like, four days later, other people started reporting it, and they were like, whoa, Peter Vesey was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been right since 1990. <laughs> oh, man, it's it's great to have him back. Yeah, um, yeah it's weird. Larry Bird goes away and Peter Vesey appears. Weird, <laughs> weird thing. He's now writing for The Athletic. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is not. Um, <laughs> oh. I know. I, I got psyched about it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they should sign him. Um, so I was listening to Sam Vecini's podcast yesterday. Which Stop talking about other podcasts. Well, okay, you've got to give that's credit fair. to people when they say stuff. But Sam Vecini <laughs> said... That if Magic Johnson gets caught for tampering in the NBA, he should be fired immediately. Like, this is a fireable offense. Wait, who should be? If Magic Johnson gets caught. Because every GM tampers, and getting caught for tampering, you have to be, like, real stupid. So what what what's the actual, what do you think the actual punishment should be? Uh, Well, he was saying that was the other reason I brought it up. Most likely, it'll be a small fine. Yes. But yeah. other things they can do is take draft picks away. Right. Uh, or they can actually bar the the Lakers from signing Paul George for a certain amount of time. That would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> be he is, he's from L.A., by which we mean Palmdale. <laughs> he keeps. It'd be so funny if he keeps kept signing like one year deals. Yeah, with OKC. just until it went away, yeah. <laughs> or like until he's out of his prime. <laughs> I just like, imagine that there's like 
a bunch of OKC fans who just are like holding a Paul George bobblehead above a dumpster at all times <laughs> for like two or three years. Like, I'm ready to give up. Why don't I you love, love us? I love the idea of buying a brand new Paul George jersey and then holding a lighter to it for yeah. uh, 18 months. <laughs> I think the best punishment is that the Lakers also have to take TJ Leaf. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the Pacers forfeiting a first-round pick, <laughs> but come on. Like, they have to have T.J. Leaf the entire time that Paul George is on the roster. It would be so funny if they were like, oh, sorry, Magic, we're taking Lonzo Ball away. <laughs> so funny. Just give him to the Clippers. What if Indiana just gets LeVar? <laughs> What if they force them to sign the two other ball sons? They're like, <laughs> oh, you oh, get you get the future ones, balls to be named later. The ones who are clearly not going to be yeah. as good. And we're in for like the shittiest media segment about them, like constantly. They're both going to suck. There's no way. Yeah, I mean. Leangelo's too young to tell mm -hmm. at this point, but that other not Leangelo, Lamelo. Uh, Lamelo is too young to tell. He gives me, me off a real Austin Rivers vibe to yeah, me, yeah. though. Leangelo is like not gonna make it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's Seth Curry. He's like a poor man Seth Curry. I heard somebody said he should just try and be a tight end right now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, following in his father's NFL Europe footsteps. <laughs> so, Sean, how do you think this is going to end up? A small fine. Yeah. Mm. I think there's probably a paper trail, though. Yeah, I think there's something. But it's also going to be like, because they didn't trade for him themselves, the thing, the way this would normally be resolved is like, the, the, it, the last time I can remember this being like very blatant, in this case, is uh, what the Heat did with LeBron James and Chris Bosh, and they ended up working a sign-in trade instead. And I don't really know what the compensation would be, but I also wouldn't be... Like, it wouldn't shock me if Indiana got, like, a second-round pick, maybe. But mm. but I think it'll probably just be a fine, because, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a huge amount of harm. They destroyed his trade value because he said he was going to go to the Lakers. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No one made him take Victor Oladipo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's on that. That's on Kevin Pritchard, man. Well, it's funny, ma Magic. Like I do like the idea of Magic being busted for just being like too friendly. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> it's like that was going to. Apparently, that's his downfall. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> too likable, man. <laughs> too easy to contact. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It would be great, though, if they... What if the NBA ruled that uh, before Magic does any transaction, he has to kiss Isaiah Thomas on the lips <laughs> like it's a playoff game? I just hope we get like a like a four-hour video of a Jimmy Kimmel deposition. That's all I want. As, as Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, never forget. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel did blackface as, as soon as... 2007, I'm going to say. <laughs> Very recent. Uh, not as recent as uh, Jimmy Fallon's blackface, though, right? Oh, I yeah. I think Jimmy Fallon has done blackface more recently than Jimmy Kimmel, but yeah, we will, yeah. we'll answer that question on Friday. Most recently, though, 
the king the king of the NBA fan blackface is uh of course our Bill- man Billy Crystal. We'll give oh, you yeah. the yeah. whole <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ (laughs) What's worse Every one man show of his Or every blackface Like what I I don't know I think like the blackface is more acceptable (laughs) Than than hearing him talk about playing stickball Or whatever I definitely think he's had a conversation With somebody like I could play Blake Griffin right That's Blake Griffin, but of course Billy Crystal's Blake Griffin has like an Annie wig on. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's tap dancing. <laughs> Ugh. Start spreading the dunks. All right. <laughs> Stop saying you look marvelous. I don't understand why that's funny. I never have. Stop doing that. Hello. <laughs> oh, that's that's Hello. another thing I don't understand why is that's I, supposed man, to be funny. I don't funny. understand why anything about <laughs> Crystal is funny. Um, speaking of the Clippers, Marshall Plumley, our favorite Plumley, mm-hmm. he signed with the Clippers. Uh, here's a question for you guys: uh-huh. uh, Has any team ever gotten better by signing a Plumley? The Blazers got better by getting rid of one. Exactly. Uh, the I would say <laughs> the Hornets season went in the toilet when they traded for Miles. Plumlee. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the Nuggets missed the playoffs by trading for Mason Plumlee mm-hmm. and the Blazers. And then is it something about their personality? Is that what tanks it? Is there just locker room? They're like locker room <laughs> cancers, but in a really weird way where they're yeah. like they're just eating like uncrustables and not talking to anyone and like. Yeah. And everyone's like, I don't want to be around that big white guy. I'm in like a, like I just picture like Daryl Arthur just being like, I'm in like a weird funk now. I don't know why. (laughs) And meanwhile, there's just like a weird white guy standing over his shoulder eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) With no crust. And he's like made it very clear. There shouldn't be crust. (laughs) They're so white, I think they're locker room skin cancer. (laughs) Just a bunch of melanoma. <laughs> and melanoma is right. actually the youngest Plumley brother. Because yeah. I ran out of M names. Uh, he weirdly shares the name with the youngest ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. La melanoma. Uh, yeah. La mel- yeah. <laughs> the Clippers have a lot of weird guys. This will be a fun Clipper season to go to. I think like tickets will be, as someone who goes to a lot of Clippers games yeah. every year, like it'll be like slightly cheaper. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No Chris Paul, like less contention, like slightly yeah. less caring. Kanye won't be there. Yeah, but it'll be fun to watch. Like yeah. it'll be like a fun, yeah. like Gallinari, DeAndre Jordan. I cannot team. wait. I cannot wait for that weird European yeah. point guard. Well, I just yeah. can't yeah. wait. Tia Dosich. Yeah, it's, well, it's so also going to be weird when like their most effective lineup is going to be Gallinari at the four. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a, like it's it'll be like a perfect like stretch for situation with DeAndre and Blake will just be like I'm. So Okay, so go to the laugh factory or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta go. I've got a. I've I got, got a UCB, UCB 102. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so mad they didn't give me grades this year. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Blake, are you bothered that this lineup is much, much, much more effective than when you're in? Yeah, but like, I gotta go to my scene work workshop. Yeah. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta learn how to pour water better. <laughs> you gotta pour water in like every scene. <laughs> 
I, I do think there's a convincing argument that uh, the Clippers will be a worse regular season team, but a better playoff team without Chris Paul. Because his, his whole thing is like, I'm going to slow it down. I never mm-hmm. give up the ball. Yeah. I'm going to make a, a mismatch happen. And in the playoffs, it's like, oh, no, he's yeah. 5'11". <laughs> like, they, yeah, they've, For they've, sure. they've sussed it out yeah. again. They have to make the playoffs, though, which is going to wow, be that's, fucking yeah. brutal. Um, all right. OJ Mayo. Remember him, guys? Uh, he's trying to get his life back together. Yeah. And uh, part pretty- of that is he's become a vegan. He's become a vegan. He quit drinking. He's a vegan. And presumably, I think he said he was addicted to pain pills, and that's why he got his mm-hmm. suspension. Oh, is that... Is he part of the opioid crisis? He's part in of the opioid crisis. And <laughs> as our president said, I want to. I want to. This is a message for me and Donald Trump, OJ Mayo. Just say no. <laughs> Don't even start taking those opiates. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's good that he's a vegan because it seems like the yeah. knock on him has been he's really fat and out of shape. And yeah, but that was also probably the opioids, right? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you synthetic... ice cream with opioids in it. Yeah, I don't know if the meat was the problem, but the opioids. <laughs> Is there, are there animal products in like synthetic methadone? Ooh, I don't know why question. all methadone is probably synthetic. I just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm growing natural methadone in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed one plant. Uh, no. If you have over two, you go to prison forever. Yeah, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised that there's not more. I mean, like, if you're an NBA player, like you're probably on painkillers all the time. Like, yeah, I wonder. I wonder though. It's so weird that he got a two year ban, and mm-hmm. I guess those drugs are all on the list. So yeah. when like I, every NBA player is like smokes as much weed as a small country, right? Like, well, I always assumed with him it was cocaine. Yeah. That's what I just but assumed. He's fat. His name is OJ Mayo, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's <laughs> Who OJ just sounds Vegan like a, yeah. <laughs> He's also changed his name to OJ Aoli, and it's not any different. But the optics are a lot yeah, yeah. better. The pre- the presentation is nicer. Yeah, yeah. right. There's a hint of garlic. Putting a French yeah. fry in this. Uh, <laughs> um, I do. It's weird though because it, it's like a. I always root for a guy to come back mm-hmm. from a thing like this, but also I'm like. Like was he was still OJ Mayo before he had these problems. Like it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not like that feel good of a story. Yeah. Except in that, like he's a human being, and you want, right? Yeah, like I, I do want him to have a good life, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm like NBA just misses him, man. Yeah, just it's not like OJ Mayo. Yeah. yeah, like Birdman. We're like this is a weird, crazy <laughs> guy. Like all your OJ Mayo memories are like, oh, oh I guess that ill-advised pull-up 20-footer yeah, went in this Yeah, time. yeah he wasn't fun to watch play basketball or, at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, even, even in, in high school, the most the thing I remember most about him when he was, like, the most vaunted recruit was, like, he hit a three in his last game and then walked off the court with, mm-hmm. like, five minutes left in the game and then, like, the crowd, like, rushed the court and they had to call the game and it's like, this is lame. <laughs> Yeah, Which yeah. Memphis Grizzly beat him up because he wouldn't pay him on a team flight? Was that Tony Allen? It it's, was probably sounds Tony like Allen. Tony. Allen. Enough like Tony. It has Allen, such a I'm Tony Allen vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grit and grind my knuckles into your face. 
Hey, how come no one's signed Tony Allen yet? I think he's going back to Memphis. Well, he hasn't signed yet. It seems Didn't like a lot the, of guys. There's just been such a lull. Yeah. Couldn't he go to the Clips for like a little bit? That'd be like another fun thing. I mean, they have Marshall Plumley now, so oh, they're true. running out of roster they're, they're, spots. They're, they're going to play Marshall Plumley at the two. Yeah. <laughs> An all seven-foot lineup isn't going to be All right. Uh, they're selling merch in Cleveland. Uh about LeBron staying. Like, that's the saddest thing you can wear. God, that's a bummer. Because, like, no matter what, that's got a shelf life of about 10 months. Yeah. Like, like whether he, he stays or leaves. Yeah, but uh, either he stays and it's like, oh, remember that? That's kind of funny. Or he leaves and that is the saddest t-shirt <laughs> you own. It's oh like it's like finding out your wife is cheating on you and wearing a t-shirt with her face yeah, on it's it. Like a, no, it's like a kid wearing a shirt that says, please don't get divorced. Like, it's, <laughs> it is such a bummer. Now, do you think do you think that comes with a bottle of lighter fluid in a book of matches, or do they have or, to sell or, those or separately? A can of spray paint and a cloth. <laughs> Here's what they need to do to get LeBron to stay. Uh, remember that guy... Who I believe is now banned from Quicken Loans Arena for life. Billy Crystal. No, no. <laughs> that kid who wrote Please Come Back, LeBron, and stormed the court on his shirtless body and then stormed the court when LeBron came back from Miami. And that was like the turning point for Cleveland they, where they were like, they like him again. They want him to come back. They still love him. They should send that guy to storm the court. With that, with uh, please stay, LeBron, written on his body at every home game this year. <laughs> how how old is he now? It's probably like he's not... probably in his early twenties. Yeah, so it's probably right? not very cute. Yeah, anymore. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that cute at the time. He was like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the idea that now he's just like very out of shape. Yeah, yeah. Like, opioid crisis. Ju- yeah, yeah. 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 He, he's just been. He has to stop because he's winded. For eight years, but and they're like. Still more mobile than Anthony Bennett. At least he doesn't have sleep apnea. But Uh, how amazing would it be if they made that guy streak the court? There was just a built-in stoppage every night in Cleveland where a guy was like, please come back, LeBron. (laughs) And they play like, baby, come back every time. No, they get... Skylar Gray to record a song that's like, he's staying home. He's staying (laughs) home. (laughs) All right. Uh, Adidas is afraid to give Andrew Wiggins a signature shoe. Uh, And my thought on this is, yeah, no shit. (laughs) I mean... Does he does he get a bunch of extra money for having a signature shoe? Isn't that just kind of folded into his regular shoe contract? What like li- what like kid? I guess in my head it's like kids in middle <laughs> school are buying are like into buying like a player's shoe. I had, yes, I had the sea webs sea webs with yeah. the wood grain. I uh, had the I had the Grant Hill feelers, bro. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what kid is like? Who's your favorite player? Oh, it's got to be Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> charisma-free, boring super athlete. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is like maybe if you're Canadian. Yeah, I guess because even I forgot if you're like, he's Canadian. That's yeah. why he's fucking, that's why he's so boring. Maple Jordan, bro. Jesus Christ. But yeah, you could be a Timberwolves super fan, and he would still be like your third or fourth. Oh choice. yeah, 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 yeah. 
definitely. <laughs> and that's the 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 vibrant Minneapolis market. Yeah, right. Ricky Rubio is still a more popular Timberwolf yeah. than Andrew Wiggins, sure. and he's on the Jazz. <laughs> I bought the most ridiculous Rubio shirt like last week. That's just it just says Ricky real big on oh, the that's top so and then it's his face on the belly. And oh. It's great. Um change your face, be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, I like that now he's like really in like man bun long beard Lou Amundsen territory. That's it's, incredible. It's awesome. Yeah. Is that a Salt Lake City thing or just a like personal? I think it's a Spain thing. I think he's like trying to be like a, a man now. He no, also has like, a sleeve tattoo. He has yeah. a sleeve. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's like a soccer new grown up thing Ricky. Too. I'm into it. It's, it's great. Um. All right. So Andrew Wiggins and his signature shoe. Is there like? The only scarier person I can think of, like, if you're a C- like a shoe company giving a signature shoe to, is Dwight Howard. Derek Rose? Dion Waiters? Derek Rose, that happened. Dion Waiters is a good one. But at least Dion Waiters is, like... Productive. But also, like, people would buy the Waiters ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody... <laughs> you do want the irony market now. Yeah. That's, that seems... There's some serious crossover with people who are buying... Very into buying basketball shoes and buying like ironic things. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I bought a big three shirt immediately. You know what I mean? Like where oh, I was like, yeah. oh, this is a fantastic irony purchase and a regular purchase all rolled into one. Like yeah. I was way more excited for that than a which like big a, three a shirt did you buy? I just got the Iverson. That yeah. was like the size they had. I wanted the the Jason Williams like the the, the white ghost one with the um. <laughs> Like the old school design, yeah, with yeah, the big yeah. head, but they only had smalls. So. I think they, I think they guessed wrong a little bit when they ordered the merch, and then uh-huh. they just got unlucky where a bunch of dudes got hurt and didn't really play. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was literally, I, it was like the cheapest merch at a sporting event I've ever seen in my life, like fifteen dollar t shirts or something. I was like, you guys know where you are. You yeah. Can, yeah, you can do like airport shit here. You can do whatever you want. Like, why don't make this like a good idea for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get like a I like the the ghost baller shirt. I yeah. like a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Question what why do they need to give him a signature shoe now? Is it just like the point in his shoe contract? Because they when don't that have a signature shoe right now. Oh, for anybody. That, well, I think Lillard has one, but other than that, uh yeah, the they're apparently they Adidas doesn't really have a signature athlete currently. Oh. Yeah, just feel, yeah. John Wall left. I believe yeah. he was with them. Um, Who's John Wall with now? Under Armour? I think he has no one still. Yeah. There is an amazing... If you just look up the list of athletes who have signature shoes like anywhere, it's incredible. Like Just seeing the, the guys who have had like the one-offs with yeah. with Anta or mm-hmm. whoever. It's like it's a much wider list than you would Did ever Jaylen think. Did Jalen Rose have a signature shoe? I think he does with somebody. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the so what Adidas this came out because apparently Adidas is like trying to steal Giannis, whose contract is up next year with Nike. And people were like, But you have Andrew Wiggins, he's like a young guy, like why can't you just make the the Andrew Wiggins signature yeah. shoe? And they're like, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because literally no one would trade Wiggins for Giannis. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're not yeah. even close. To the same tier. Yeah. But, like, why not, why not just get both? If you could. Yeah. Well, because, like, the marketing and stuff that goes into a signature shoe, like, you're marketing that player. Mm. 
you're not marketing the shoe. Yeah. And unless it's got the a wood Timberwolves don't want to market Andrew Wiggins, yeah. so like, why would it Adidas? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it just feels it just feels like, you know, if the T Wolves make the playoffs and he's good, like, great. Yeah. But but it does seem like there's a tremendous amount of downside, especially. Like, wouldn't would would you be shocked if he was not on the Timberwolves in twelve oh, months? Not not at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like one of those. It's like a bad sign when they're like, he's an amazing athlete, but he has trouble moving laterally. Yeah. yeah. You're like, like, oh, that's... the one thing you needed to do is the best. <laughs> the thing that athleticism is in like four. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. He's like also a guy who's like really good at dunking, but never dunks in games. That's yes. the thing. Like, that's I think if they make him, a, if they give him a signature shoe, it should be contingent on him entering and winning the dunk yeah. contest. Yeah, because apparently sure. he doesn't do it because he felt like he got robbed by the judges in a high school dunk contest. Wow, that's awful. Cool. That Come on, man. A weird grudge. rise to the challenge. All right. So, in a Canadian high school dunk contest. Yeah, come on. Who did he I, no, lose he was to? in America at that point. Okay. He did go to high school in America. Um, okay. This is what I really wanted to talk about here <laughs> for the news. Uh, so the the NBA rookies every year go to this weird photo shoot where they shoot basketball cards for Panini. And I think it was today because the rookie survey is out. And uh, they asked... The incoming rookies, who is your favorite player in the league? And I'm just going to read this off from 8 to 1. All right. Number 8, 3.7% of the vote. <laughs> it is Nate Silver-esque here. Kyrie Irving. Mm. Number 7, 4.2% of the vote. Anthony Davis. Number 5, a tie. Ooh. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green tied at 5.6% of the vote. Uh, number four, James Harden, 6.5%. Number three, Kawhi Leonard, 8.3%. Number two, Russell Westbrook, 19.4%. And your number one, LeBron James, with 31.5% of the vote. That was going to be Andrew yep. Wiggins. Nope. Hold on, though. Because this is what I want to talk about. The others receiving votes. Carmelo Anthony. Fine. Jamal Crawford? That's Bear tight. with me here. <laughs> Pau Gasol? <laughs> Paul George. Blake Griffin. And here's the one I really want to talk about, you guys. Some rookie coming in says his favorite player in the NBA is Dwight Howard. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know that's just TJ Leaf. It's just... I like Dwight. I just think he's like really cool. Uh, also, weird Steph Curry did not receive a single vote, huh? Yeah, man. It's uh, weird. It is a little yeah, weird. He's Christian and lame. I think we can all agree. I know you guys both like the word. Uh, I don't... But he's also a two-time MVP. <laughs> uh, Jamal Crawford. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, look, we agree with you. <laughs> look, he, anybody you're like, he's Russell you know, Wilson, enjoy him. <laughs> you know what's really cool? Hanging out with your wife. Yeah, I'm 19, and that's what I like. Yeah. I like a big polo shirt and a goatee <laughs> and a milkshake. <laughs> Shut up, Steph. <laughs> Why are you good? 
Everything about you sucks. Except for the way he plays basketball. It's like, yeah. It's like, look, I have this theory about Sylvester Stallone that he has to save up every ounce of humanity to play Rocky every seven years. And it all just comes out like he's like, oh, all my feelings. And then he's like, oh, I'm glad I got that out of the way. With Steph Curry in basketball, I feel like it's the same thing, but with cool. Yeah. Like yeah, all yeah, yeah, of yeah. everything, every ounce of cool in that guy goes mm-hmm. into how he plays basketball. And then yeah. it's like, oh, I'm a big dork. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking Flanders. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's weird he didn't get a single vote. And Dwight Howard, Pau Gasol, and Jamal Crawford did. Yeah. Dwight Howard's as uncool as Steph. I mean, they're He's both- way less cool, I would say. Because yeah, at he least plays less cool. It, well, but also at least Steph Curry isn't like, look at how funny I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> look at all my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. That clinched it. <laughs> uh, Jamal Crawford. Weirdly, I'm like, oh, I feel like I get it. Yeah, no, I because yeah, Jamal he's Crawford's like, tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah also, that's that's probably Markel Fultz. Right? He's like a real. Oh, for pl- sure. oh yeah. Because he's such a Seattle dude. But yeah. Markel Fultz isn't from Seattle. Isn't he a Washington guy? He went to Washington, but he's from Baltimore. Oh, well. Mm. Jamal Crawford so, also, I think, has had a lot of basketball camps for a long but time. But so actually, yeah. Mello might be uh, Markel Fultz. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mello makes sense. Like, I could yeah. see Yeah, you grew up. Yeah. That's definitely that generation's, like, favorite player when they're a kid at some yeah. point. Like, that's not yeah. crazy. Old Mellow is so fun. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Nuggets Mellow is like a great time. That's and he's cool. Like, so he's cool. Yeah. He's Except still. He's also still cool. Yeah. So, which foreign guy said Pau Gasol? <laughs> um, is there a Spanish guy who's a rookie? I I don't really remember. Was it Frank Tilakina? Yeah, it's, it's French Frank. <laughs> uh, it could be Lori Markinen. Lowry Markinen. for sure Markinen. Yeah. <laughs> There's not even a question. And he was it's like, definitely maybe Powell will come His... back to Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and play with me, Lori, a man. <laughs> me, it a is, man it is, it is very masculine name in Finland. <laughs> um, it's also weird Draymond Green got the same amount of votes as Kevin Durant, right? Uh, kind of. He, I feel like he just fits a like. A lot of these picks are very aspirational. I think. Yeah. yeah. And Draymond is very much like I'm underestimated too. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely us. Like Caleb Swanigan's pick is Draymond. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Probably Jonathan Isaac's too. For like, sure. yeah, yeah, I want to be Draymond. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Hopefully, we'll get some more news out of the rookie survey, as always, as it drips and drops out for the rest of the week. I'd want to see them say their favorite songs. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing. All right. Sean, it's been a big week for the woke off in the NBA. Yes. Uh, Sam, in case you didn't know, we've been keeping a in. running tally of the wokest NBA players called the woke off. And this week was huge. Uh Several co- uh, one coach and several players were like, "No, I'm woke as fuck this yeah. week." <laughs> and um, Sean, I didn't get to the David Fisdale thing. But, okay, uh, well let's our let's friend Fisdale last. Okay, uh, so first off, we'll lead off with this. Last week, I pointed out that in the Charlottesville protest video, there was a guy, uh, one of the 
counter-protesters was wearing a Malcolm Brogdon t-shirt while vaping. Uh, And a day later, Malcolm Brogdon himself entered the woke-off. He's got to be our our woke-off rookie of the year at the tender age of 31. Uh, (laughs) Malcolm Brogdon said a lot of tight shit. Really cool. Big fan. It was very... Very, uh, it was, he was good. Yeah. But more importantly, I want to talk about the other two guys who joined the woke off here, uh, because they are people you would not think would join the woke off and they are J.R. Smith and Boogie Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when Boogie Cousins was asked about Confederate statues, he said, take all them motherfuckers down, which come on. Uh. I mean, he's definitely Antifa, right? Like yeah. he's for sure like they're like how do we identify this masked 611 Adonis who's who's hacking all the statues and then complaining <laughs> to the cops who are blowing whistles at him. Who would that be? He's not boxing out all the Nazis, but he's he's doing. I like the idea of Jared Smith just wearing a black bandana to hide his face, but he's nude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> um, well, yeah. Let's talk about Jared Smith. He went on a crazy tweet storm Saturday. It was like eight tweets where he said, "I'll just read off some quotes." Yeah. Jr. Smith here. Make America hate again is different than making it great. The en- <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, the country was found on raping, which he spelled with two Ps. But fuck you guys. Stop pointing out spelling errors on Twitter. You know what he meant. Found it the- yeah. <laughs> founded on uh, raping, slaughtering, and enslaving people. So if that's what made America great, then I'm out. J.R. Smith has decided to leave America, maybe. Uh, hate is something that's taught. Am I right? And then he said, if his father was arrested 90 years ago this summer at a KKK rally, what do you think he was taught? Hmm, thinking emoji. <laughs> and uh, But it's okay, because I guess the times are different. But let's make America great again, so y'all say. I would have to... I want to I wanna just, just piggybacking on him saying rapping instead. Someone got in his mentions and critiqued his spelling, and J.R. Smith came out saying that sexual assault was not something to joke about. Yeah. So job. he didn't quite, he didn't get the context, but he was very woke in his incorrect yeah. reply. So he didn't like, bother to take enough care to spell it correctly. Well, and then he's like, I don't think rapping is a laughing matter. Like this is like, a, so I mean, he leaned, he leaned in. I, I loved it. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't, you know what J.R. Smith meant. Like, he's J.R. Smith. What he's doing is way more, like, way better than how he's spelling it. That's all I'm saying. J.R. Smith, Yeah. good and, job on the woke off this week. And this is his version. I thought this was his version of Brandon Jennings scoring 55 points in his seventh NBA game. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, dunking on Trump is also like scoring on Monte Ellis, uh-huh. but still still impressive. Uh, yeah, good job on the woke off, guys. And uh, most importantly, though, to me, Steve Kerr's been leading the woke off all year. I tried to, I tried to get LeBron to bump him. Uh, but Fizdale 
really made a push for number one this week just simply by taking a photo of him wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt in front of a Confederate monument. (laughs) Uh, That is fucking tight. That's tight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's just just give you the, the, the first part of it. Take him down. I don't know what the hesitation is. I don't know what we're waiting on. Whatever gets those things down immediately, we got to do it. It splits people apart. It creates a public safety hazard having that thing in our city. The fact that Dr. King was killed here 50 years ago and the Civil Rights Museum sits here in our city, and for that to be out in the open, hanging out where kids go, where families go, I don't want that in our city anymore. For that to sit out there in the wide open in our city, I think, is a disgrace. And to our public officials, I'm challenging you not to put a bunch of red tape in front of us. Don't create all these silly loopholes and this and that. Take it down. Get it out of our city, get it out of sight, and let our city moving forward and into the future and be example to the rest of the country. The worst thing ever in civil rights history, our greatest leader was murdered here, but we're going to start here to build and grow great relationships between all races right here in Memphis. Uh, I, I encourage everybody to check out the rest of those comments. Is like very... Uh, he talks a lot about Dr. Martin Luther King. He talks about his white grandparents fighting the Nazis. Uh, my favorite quote he had, though, was my white grandparents fought Nazis. They met in the war. They fell in love with the war, fighting Nazis, kicking Nazis asses, actually. <laughs> and now, you know what? Are. You know That's what? They great. weren't done. They weren't rooked by Nazis. No, they That's didn't get rooked. Sure. Hitler's not going to rook them. <laughs> Take that for anti-fascism, right? <laughs> Uh, that guy is so tight. Yeah. Can we, can we, can we name him the leader of the woke off now? I think he's the leader of the woke off right now. I do. You are now number one in the NBA round ball rock woke off. Uh, also shout out to fast break breakfast who gave us a shout out two weeks ago for pointing us, uh, in this direction here. Um, I know you didn't want me to mention other NBA podcasts, no. but they're our friends. <laughs> they're good. Dang, you can, uh, man. I mean, man, <laughs> Sam Vicini's podcast is good, too. Um, all right. Guys, should we talk about the eclipse? I have a oh, eclipse yeah, let's, on here. Let's do a no. go. This is going to be so timely. <laughs> not. Yeah, let's, let's I actually. I intentionally didn't go do the eclipse podcast. All right. Let's skip <laughs> the eclipse. Yeah. Sean's question was, which NBA player is most likely to have stared at the Eclipse without <laughs> using glasses, okay, Odell fair. Beckham style? Yeah. Um, the answer is Dwight Howard. There's no... Oh, he yeah. He keeps coming up. There's only... Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's Dwight Howard. He and, really nailed it. He and TJ Leaf stared at the Eclipse together <laughs> um, while holding hands. Um, Why does TJ Leaf seem like such a dope? He really does. Like, he's fun to rip on immediately, and I don't know why that well, is. Because he has, he has two bust names. Like yeah, Leaf yeah. Leaf wow. is automatically like don't pick him in the first round, yeah. and he's a white guy named TJ. Like yeah. just brutal. That's so rarely JJ worked Redick, out in history. JJ Reddick being good and being a white guy named JJ is like still amazing. Yeah. That's like a really yeah. pretty incredible feat. And actually, I think you can be a TJ if you're like unheralded. TJ like, McConnell. TJ McConnell. That makes yeah. sense that he's an undrafted TJ. Yeah. But if you believe in a TJ, like that's <laughs> don't put your faith in a white TJ. Yeah. What's weird is a CJ is a good name though. Yeah, yeah. But all all the same, still one that I feel like also, surprises you more than. Well, I don't know. CJ McCollum was a lottery pick, and CJ Miles is really good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a long career. Yeah, yeah. Right. CJ Toledano killing it. Yeah, <laughs> love him. 
Uh, all right, it's time for our ad read, and then we'll talk to Sam a little bit. Great. Uh, Sean, you want to take care of the, the business yeah, here? Let's pay the bills. Uh, our new sponsor this week is a California dog grooming company that has recently expanded to the Bay Area. It has been founded and operated by new Golden State Warriors and self-taught dog groomer Nick Young, and it's called Waggy Peas. Waggy Peas is not your ordinary pet groomer. Waggy Peas is for alpha dogs only, the kind of dog you can't play fetch with because he won't give up the ball. If your pooch hates being on a leash, bring him in. If you've got a mutt that barks all the time, even in situations where another dog is clearly bigger, stronger, and more talented, they're perfect for Waggy Peas. Watchdogs not welcome. Waggy Peas doesn't care about defense. What you will get at Waggy Peas is a confident, stylish haircut for your dog. Your dog starts with a shower while wearing a Gilbert Arenas jersey. Then he's pelted with scented bath beads from a paintball gun. Then a recovery <laughs> ice bath, followed by a cut brush, and conditioning session from Nick Young's college coach and Waggy P's head groomer, Tim Floyd. And don't worry, every step of this process is secretly filmed by Young Net star D'Angelo Russell. Now, Waggy P's isn't cheap, but it's firmly at the mid-level of dog grooming places. And for the rest of August, use promo code IGLUAustralia to get a free flea bath on your first visit. It's so fancy. Waggy P's, shoot your shot. Thank you, Waggy Peas, for uh, taking care of those bills. Please come back. <laughs> uh, we've never had a sponsor come back twice, yeah, so yeah. hopefully it'll happen this <laughs> I mean, time. Just, um, <laughs> the advertising is too good. Uh, That's the thing. Like, Guys, while that ad read was happening, I found some sports news that is not NBA news, but it is definitely a team losing the woke off forever. Uh, the Patriots gave Donald Trump a Super Bowl ring. Uh, let's God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, that means he and Putin both have Patriots Super Bowl rings. <laughs> they touch them together. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk to Sam, though, instead of being sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Sam, you're a comedian. You're from St. Louis. Sure. You live in L.A. Uh -huh. Your Twitter name is at Sam. Sam Gone Wiles. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I At have... Sam Wiles is a bot that has not tweeted since 2011. That's Ooh, dope. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, Sean, how did you get your name on Twitter? Uh, I was literally complaining about my stupid old Twitter handle, which was LL Cool S for Ladies <laughs> Love Cool Sean, mm -hmm. which I got very early on in Twitter, and I, wor I worked two blocks away from Twitter in San Francisco and didn't think... Just use Sean Keen. And then the guy who had Sean Keen had never tweeted. And I was actually complaining about it on stage. And there happened to be a Twitter employee in the audience in nice. New York. So she helped me out. Yeah. Shouts. Shouts to this Twitter employee who I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to mention. You, you know who you are. You probably don't listen to the podcast. I don't want to get you in trouble. I'll be emailing her immediately yeah, as soon as we're yeah, done yeah. recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the there's a request form you can send in, and actually, if someone has like never used your account, mm. you can usually. Oh, they've used it. it four times to uh, spam about stay-at-home moms making twelve dollars an hour. Yeah. Put so, oh, that was you. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Though, <laughs> yeah. I, I've retweeted that several times, thinking <laughs> yeah. it was you. And it's misspelled. Uh, it's actually stay-at-home mams. <laughs> so that's even better. You should have made your Twitter handle at stay-at-home mams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a better one. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, Sam Gone Wiles is a good Twitter handle. Yeah. Um, the first thing I have here on my sheet of things <laughs> to ask you, though, is do not image search Sam. I mean, or do. Oh, oh yeah, that is like, that is maybe how Sean and I became friends. <laughs> if you Google image search Sam Wiles, the first 25 results are like the hottest, gayest male model you've ever seen. <laughs> and he's like, cover- I mean, search it. It's great. He looks great. He's, he's like covered in looking. oil. Yeah. So his, do like, image He's got the biggest Sam. dick. <laughs> like, he's got just the biggest dick and he's wearing like little white briefs. And like, it's so jerk-offable. Like, he's so, he's so, he's so hot and so gay. And like, it's very fun. But I love the idea that like, Kind of the more hits I get, my like dumb headshot keeps yeah, kind of yeah. creeping oh, up correct. the ranks. So like it's good definitely the guy who is definitely jerking off to the Google image search of, of the male model Sam Wiles eventually ends up on my face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what a disappointment for that guy. <laughs> just like my dumb mug. Just like stupid bearded. This like look on my face like I like milk. Like <laughs> He ends up on me like what a uh, what a ruiner like ugh, what a day ruiner it would be to try to jerk off to the other guy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but Sean, Sean continuously also every time I do uh, the business has shown this picture yes. to people like before the show starts or on the flyer for the show we'll send it out. Sean is the main propagator. Of I've the uh, yeah because I was Sam Wiles the name. <laughs> I used to have to make the flyer and I would look for. Um, images and sam's was amazing because usually usually it's like a comedian's headshot will crack the top 25 and you were like it was like the 23rd picture yeah yeah. (laughs) and the rest of it was just carnality (laughs) (laughs) um well that's great uh the first question sean had me right here was uh i mean ask you about is a football question. So we're going to get to that later. Oh, okay. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, Don't you, talk about other podcasts or other sports. <laughs> Be professional, Sean. Jesus. Well, I'm just not going to open with football. Uh, so you're, you're from St. Louis, mm-hmm. right? I lived, I lived there until I was 11 years old. But you have three favorite basketball teams. Yeah. Cause I, I, <laughs> then I moved to Iowa when I was, yeah. Yeah. When I was 11 and, the the yeah Missouri and Iowa no uh, no dominant team yes. so like I don't know I watched the Jazz play Jordan's Bulls and they always seemed like underdogs and mm-hmm. I was like yeah underdogs I like didn't know that the basketball they played was shit the and worst yeah. like, I had no idea I was just like ah oh, Carmelo's like uh I don't know it's like a fat kid you always like like uh, like bit like <laughs> yeah. big athletes yeah. you know what I mean I was like well Malone's like a big guy like, in, <laughs> in real life he's like the most shredded skinny dude ever. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, yeah, he's like a big power forward. I'm like a big power forward. And like, I just was fat and had big wristbands on. And, uh, so I like the jazz. And then, yeah, then right after college, I wrote, I ended up, uh, yeah, writing like really bad first out of college columns for like the Minnesota newspaper about the T-Wolves and like talked a lot about like when Ricky Rubio's coming over and like the <laughs> yeah, begin- the, the during Kev- the David Kahn era. Yeah. The best the best, best years, years to be writing about the yeah. Minnesota. Talk a lot about Kevin Love and Al Jefferson's Super Cool chemistry. Bees. Mm-hmm. You talk about Super Cool Bees at all? Was that Michael Beasley? Oh, yeah. Oh, some- yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot. 
You forgot he was even on that team. There's so many guys Ooh. that just went through that con era post Garnett yeah. way station mm-hmm. of like it's it's crazy to look back and they're like, Yeah, they gave up actual assets for Brad Miller like five yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just just crazy they're things like, that's where you're the like piece. Uh, they drafted Wesley Johnson fourth. Yeah, oh he was twenty six <laughs> years old. Well, and then also, I was uh, the only college allegiance I've ever had is Iowa State basketball, and Wesley Johnson ditched Iowa State to go to Syracuse. Oh, that's right. So yeah. I was like, oh, he hurt me twice. Good. good, 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 good. <laughs> Do you are you still loyal to uh, the mayor? Uh, I think he's a great college coach. He should just go back. I mean, yeah. like, what an insane endeavor that he would give up his like he only cares about Iowa State basketball. You know what I mean? Well, like you well, can he see was on his also, face. Like, 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 why don't you just? Like yeah, stay there. Go go build up this program, which could be like the best in its conference, and yeah. be the king of the place you love. Like that and you're, seems fine. Isn't isn't he probably? I would just think like even financially, yeah, you're better off making yeah. a college coach salary. Yeah. He's probably would make more. Yeah, but you also were living in Iowa, and it's so yeah. I were like yeah, houses are like eight dollars, but and- Iowa. It's not even like. I don't know. I'm I'm very pro Iowa, so uh, it just feels like like it's way better than living in Indiana. Well, and Iowa, and Iowa State's one of those things where they have like this weird JUCO pipeline, so you get like ready-made players for every two years. Mm-hmm. Like you get you get like a full new squad that's good, like all the time. Like you didn't have to like really recruit from high school. You have to compete with like other like big colleges you just go around the junior colleges and just be like who's your best guy well come to Iowa yeah. State <laughs> he can get it he can get a communications or engineering degree and and he'll be he, even if he's so if he's not a pro he'll be fine like that's yeah. that's all their best players are Juco transfer guys um he learned nothing weird. from Tim Floyd isn't it kind of weird <laughs> that or Larry neither... Eustachy do you guys remember Larry Eustachy oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> he got, got... god it's like being an Iowa State coach and going to Chicago is like being a Stark and being summoned to King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it seems like a good opportunity. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Well, like, Larry Stasia is funny about when he got – he was a great coach. <laughs> when he got busted for drink, drinking and party and stuff, you could tell it was him in the pictures because he's wearing, like, a mock turtleneck. <laughs> he's, like, getting drunk and shit with college students, but he's still wearing, like, a coach outfit. He's wearing, like, pleated pants and stuff. And he's, like, doing a keg stand. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. It's weird though that like Iowa basketball has like Doug McDermott and Harrison Barnes mm-hmm. were like they're like real. Harrison NBA. Barnes is from Ames. Iowa State was like the dark they, horse. They play. They were on the same high school team. Yeah, McDermott and uh, yeah Barnes in Ames. It's kind of sad neither of them just went neither of them went to Iowa. Hearing you talk about well, Iowa and Iowa, Iowa State, State. Iowa yeah. State, I mean, yeah, yeah. sorry. Went, didn't go to an Iowa college, yeah. excuse me. Like that's a real bummer. I just got sad yeah. for you. It would have been well, so <laughs> fun Harrison Barnes on the Cyclones would have been like such a good time. That would have been really cool. So you are a Jazz Timberwolves fan. Yeah. Who also goes to like a million Clipper games? Yeah, yeah. And you're and I, kind of a Clipper fan. Yeah, I have like a lot of low key like Clippers gear too. <laughs> like, I uh, yeah, I'm more of like an NBA atheist because I'm so in on the others like my like St. Louis teams. Yeah, that I don't really appreciate like hockey or baseball beyond like my team. Right, and so NBA, it's nice to like float around. 
still liked the Jazz because I liked basketball, but it's like they were boring. Like yeah. you mentioned, like the Gordon Gearcheck era. It's like I gotta watch other shit. I yeah. can't. Matt Harpring was a fucking bastard, though. That yeah. was fun, right? <laughs> oh my god. I I also wish Matt Harpring had played football because like how fun is it to have like a six seven like lunatic? Like that would have been, been such a fun quarterback. <laughs> I just remember hearing about his training, and he trained like a guy from the 30s. It was yeah. all yeah. like... He'd like hit, he'd punch meat and stuff. You're yeah. like, what? It's <laughs> like good for your hands. <laughs> well, that's like, I remember, who was, I forget who was talking about this, but Tony Allen apparently shoots with a medicine ball before games, like a very heavy... Uh, uh, it's not an actual medicine ball, but it's a basketball that's weighted, like like a medicine ball and they're like yeah no shit he can't shoot yeah. like, <laughs> oh famously bad shooter tony allen does a dumb shooting ritual why would he why would he think that would work that's not even kind of how that works it's not like hitting with a weighted bat that's not the same yeah. physics even holy shit that's dumb that's amazing i and now that i've heard that i, I i'm wondering if like Maybe Colin Kaepernick is such a like workout dude. He'd show up early and run with a parachute. Maybe he was throwing like an iron football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why he can't complete like, a screen pass. Well, there were like kids in growing up in Iowa who were like amazing athletes, but they when they played and they were like wrestlers, but when they played basketball, they the only context they played basketball in was on their like barn door hoop. And so they they shot at a million miles an hour. They would yeah. just like every layup would be like the biggest, strongest guy fucking ricocheting it off the backboard <laughs> and going back to half court. I remember that like happening and being like, what? <laughs> like I remember being like, it was very easy to make like the eighth grade bas- starting lineup because all the good athletes were like had no concept of yeah. basketball <laughs> because they never played with a net. They yeah, just had like a like a silver ring uh-huh. <laughs> that they would throw as hard as they could into and like had no. And that's how you made the wrestling team. Yeah, you bounce it off wood that has yeah. been you know tempered by snow and Beaten rain by yeah. the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're dribbling on like. Like uh, old like leather hides. Yeah, you're like, well, I got to put it over the gravel because the gravel's rocky. You're like, God damn it, that's not. Uh, no wonder we're so terrible. <laughs> All right, so are you excited about the T Wolves this year as a sort of T Wolves? Oh yeah, fan? it's it's super fun, but it's gonna be weird to like root for a good team and someone that they didn't draft. Yeah. It's like been a while. You know what I mean? It's like Jimmy Butler feels very foreign, actually. Yeah. Because I've just been rooting for guys that they picked and were grooming, and that felt very like familiar. And they like trade for Jimmy Butler, and I was like, Jimmy Butler's going to go to Minnesota? And he but, wasn't like trapped or like put about, on, and he's happy yeah. about it? Like, that's his cool. Like, it feels so weird. Yeah, but what about Gorky Dang? <laughs> I can't even think of the last guy they traded for. That that was like not washed up or yeah. twenty one years yeah, old. Yeah, they have like, not made like a prime trade since like Spreewell. Like, yeah, wow, yeah. Because mm. even in the Garnett trade, they got young Al Jefferson. Yeah. Well, since they traded Sam Cassell for Marco Yarick. Oh, that's <laughs> that right. was a prime guy oh, they acquired. My God. <laughs> Brutal. I believe they Marco Yarick. <laughs> Margo Yarick looked like Keanu Reeves, but like he was like he's like skinny fat, and you're like, how is he doing this? Like he had like a big gut but thin arms. It's not a good basketball. 
I feel like they made Alexei Shved live in his old apartment. They do. And that's what they ruined did. Alexei yeah. Shved. Yeah. It's like a ghost. Marco <laughs> Yark's ghost haunted him yeah. every night. And then he'd have to go and like having not slept. Well, and then Ricky Rubio would be like, be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're Alexei- like, no, man, Doug West is my landlord. I can't get out of this lease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony Peeler is coming to collect rent. Yeah. Um, if you're Alexei Shved and you're like, well, you want to leave Russia and then you get to like Minneapolis and you're like black teammates don't talk to you. And then you like, <laughs> you have to go to back to Marco Yark's apartment. And you're like, well, this is exactly like Russia. Like, <laughs> I'm totally isolated. It's freezing. <laughs> you like almost need to be from a fun place to like contextualize Minneapolis. Right. Um, so as a fan of so many teams, uh, how do you decide who to hate the most? Oh, I have my hate like comes pretty easily too. I like <laughs> I like hate the Blazers because uh-huh. they just play all three teams I like all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, and they have a very weird like death rivalry with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They do. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. Jazz. Yeah, and the Jazz. Like <laughs> yeah. they've tried to poison pill each of yeah. them yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in weird ways. I think they're dicks. Too. I think Blazers fans are like weirdly sensitive, like oh, masses, yeah. and like. I hate the Warriors. I mean, like, sure. I mean, this, this, because I loved the Baron Davis incarnation, obviously, because that's like fun and an underdog and stuff. And mm-hmm. during their fir- the first title run, they're fun, and then they immediately. I've never like turned on a team faster. Yeah. <laughs> than like the post first championship Warriors, and I was like, okay, good. Now I'm totally done. And then they all did like corny shit all summer, and I was like, yeah, you guys suck ass. Yeah. I'm- no, fair. Totally no. fair. We'll take it. No, but enjoy it. Like I also yeah. love the St. Louis Cardinals. And they're a way worse version yeah, of that. Yeah, they're a team like, of stepdads. Cri- yeah, like right. Christian dipshits. <laughs> like, if you watch that Little League Classic game uh, between the Pirates and the Cardinals, they all have nicknames on their jerseys for this game, right? And so they uh, – because, like, all the Little League World Series kids get to come watch. And then the, – so the Cardinals all have nicknames. And Carlos Martinez, their by far coolest player, it says Tsunami. And then uh, all the other Cardinals, it's shortened versions of their last name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Matt yeah. Carpenter was Carp. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jed Jerko is uh, Jed. Like, I believe so. Yeah, Yachty. I think Yachty Merlin just said Yachty. Yachty. Right? But yeah. like, at, at least, least that's Yachty's. an actual nickname. That's an yeah. actual nickname in, instead of uh, your literal last name. Like, I think Randall Gritchick was literally just Gritchick. <laughs> <laughs> you can have anything you want. You have Gritchick every time. Also, what do you want? Piscotti Gritchick. is like, at the very least, eligible for some nicknaming. Yeah. Nope. Piscotti, <laughs> you you got it. You guessed it. <laughs> I, I and I hate the Lakers. I like pretty passionately hate the Lakers because also big jazz mm-hmm. rivals in the in the two thousands. Kobe is a Russell Wilson lameoid, and uh-huh. I Kobe sucks to root for. I can't imagine rooting for Kobe. Me like, either. I think about what that a all shit the time. like a like a <laughs> disaffected, boring shithead. It's like well, and also to me as an outsider, it seems like he poisoned the fan base. Where now they don't know how to be fans of basketball teams that yeah. aren't Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Lonzo, terrible to watch. What Lonzo are you talking about? is the ultimate, like, he, if he is what it seems like he's going to be, he's like purifying the water. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. because at, at his worst, Lonzo is going to be like Ricky Rubio, where it's yeah. like, oh, he's like a guy who can't shoot, but is real fun and passes yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. And at his like highest, he's like Jason Kidd, where it's yeah. like, this is pure basketball. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, are you excited the Clippers have a Sam now? 
Uh, nah. <laughs> okay, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> uh, the last, I don't know, Sam athletes break my heart. Sam Bradford, like... Oh, that's the worst. Has crushed me. Yeah. yeah. He was also in my high school class. Like, I was a huge Sam Bradford fan. Like, I loved him at Oklahoma. And then he was going to be the number one pick, and they got the number one pick. And I was like, this is tight. And yeah. just was ruined by Jeff Fisher and, like, all that stuff. Anyway. Well, th- I actually had a Jeff Fisher question for you. Let's have As it. a... Have I seen him eating a mayonnaise sandwich? In, you know, in my head only, but I know it's real. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, like, becoming a Clipper fan, to me, Doc Rivers is slowly morphing into NBA Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Yeah. A li- like, where it's like a lot of success early, and then now he's just losing it. Doc Doc at least won a, you know. Yes. Won something. Where, yeah. like, the music City Jeff Fisher Miracle, didn't even do. He almost won something. Where he, where he got beat by the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> He's like got a margarita. He's like eating just nachos with just sour cream. He's yelling like, at his son. Yeah, he's, he's got yelling his shirt at his unbuttoned. Son a lot. As he coached the Rams, his shirt got unbuttoned more and more <laughs> uh, time. That him on Hard Knocks last season, the tell, most boring Hard Knocks. Yeah, it but killed me. But telling that story about how after the Music City Miracle, he went home and got mad at his son. Because his son was so excited, he was running down the sideline. Which, first off, why is your son there? Keep yeah, sons yeah. out of sports. Yeah, keep sons out of sports <laughs> is the main point of every... Which, Doc Rivers, keep sons right. out of sports. Yeah. Uh, and his son was so excited because he was 10 on the sideline, mm-hmm. running down the sideline with the Music City Miracle guy. And then he went home and looked at the film with his son and was like, you could have gotten us a penalty. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Although, that would be the most NFL thing ever to call back the Music City Miracle because of something a child was doing on the sideline. <laughs> because of the unbridled joy of a child. Yeah, right. <laughs> who, who is the NBA? Banned for life. Who is the NBA Jeff Fisher where it's like a modicum of success in the early years has bought them an inordinate amount of time? Secretly, it is Jeff Van Gundy. He is a guy that has had like Stan or Jeff, uh, Jeff. Okay, Stan's like made the finals and stuff. Jeff Van Gundy made the finals in a weird lockout eight seed lockout year. strike year, yeah, yeah. and then just went on to to like really not do great things with mm-hmm. the Houston Rockets, and is still like anytime there's a coaching vacancy, it's like. Well, Jeff Van Gundy's out there. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't been on a sideline in seven years. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really even talk about basketball well, during weird- basketball telecasts. And he weirdly can't evolve. That's the other Jeff uh, Fisher he, thing is yeah. that Jeff Fisher never once had like another thought after 2000. I can't think of anybody that's been on like a single team for as long as a, a the Jeff Fisher. Fisher was with the Titans for so long. I and mean, he was with the Rams for so much seven longer. Seven or eight years or something? No, no coach oversees a suck fest like that for that long. Like the Rams were so, were the worst team in football for the last you know, seven or eight years, and Fisher oversaw that whole shit show. Yeah, for whatever reason, in in basketball, you just don't keep your job that long. Usually, yeah. well, football, well, you don't football, keep your you job usually that long. don't either. You're yeah, out the door <laughs> immediately. Like it's with no, because Fisher would never even have like a. I think also what weirdly bought him time is they were so bad before Fisher. They were like you know one in fifteen or two in fourteen, and then Fisher came in and they were like seven and nine, and everyone was like, "What a guy." He did what it. What a coach. <laughs> he gave him a little identity, but that was more Greg Williams, where they like, 
would take cheap shots. And oh, fucking yeah. Crazy <laughs> defenders. I, and The other guy I would think of for the NBA's, uh, and you're not going to like this, the NBA's Jeff Fisher is Kevin McHale and Flip Saunders lived a long time off of just drafting Kevin Garnett, yeah. even though they never well, won not, anything. That's not wrong. <laughs> I actually think Kevin McHale is maybe a little underrated as a coach. Like, he's not as bad as... I mean, that Rocket think, situation but, was untenable, yeah. so it's kind of impossible to tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think he's, I, think, I think Kevin McHale is a good coach and bad GM. For sure. For sure. He just shouldn't be a GM. But that's, like, fine. Those should be separate things always. That should always. be, like, a new yeah. rule in the CBA <laughs> is, like, that you can't be a coach and a GM. I do think you should, you, they should allow a player GM title, though. I'm into that. <laughs> just, like, imagine how... Bad. I mean, that's what LeBron's doing right now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we play? Should we play our game, Sean? Let's play our game. All right. So, Sam, we end every episode with a game where we ask what a specific NBA luminary is doing right now, and each of us gives an answer. Then we put the poll on Twitter at roundrockpod at gmail dot com. The listeners answer who who won that week, and um, last week. We had with David Roth. We asked, "Fuck, I forgot to pull this up." What was what was um, Mikhail Prokhorov? Yeah, what was Nets owner Mikhail Prokhorov doing? And David Roth won. The listeners voted and decided that Mikhail Prokhorov was starting a pro wet T-shirt league. Yeah, so, <laughs> so international. <laughs> Very, very close. Very close. But uh, thanks for everybody for voting in the poll. Uh, thanks to David J. Roth. Uh, fly the W. Dubberoo for David Roth. Uh, he is now 1-0. and oh. He is 1-0, and oh, just like Mike Malloy. <laughs> uh, only guests to win, right? Mike Malloy and uh, David Roth. I believe that's true. I believe that's All correct, right. yes. And so today we're going to play What is Ricky Rubio doing right now? Oh, man. This question changed mid-episode. I had an answer for what is Austin Rivers doing right now, but we'll play that one later. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Um, Sean, what do you think Ricky Rubio is doing right now? Okay, so I think it's a, a dual thing. I think he is uh, getting cornrows <laughs> while desperately trying to get drunk on 2.7 beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do in Utah, baby. I think what he's doing right now is he's currently calling every single teammate he's ever had cuz he does and wishing them a happy morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to wake up, rise and shine, be happy. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 giving, he's giving, uh, like just beautiful wake up calls, making yeah, sure yeah, every yeah. single person he knows is having a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what do you think Ricky Rubio is doing right now? I always picture Ricky Rubio at some like lavish party with his Spanish teammates. There's hot ladies all around, mm -hmm. and they're all like drinking Patron at noon. <laughs> Except Ricky Rubio is at like a kitchen table making like arts and crafts 
that say like try your best. <laughs> <laughs> he made like a like a like a macaroni art plate that says try your best and these gorgeous women are like, Ricky, come upstairs to the hot tub and he's like, I'm not done with my macaroni art. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned for that poll, listeners. Is <laughs> Ricky Rubio making macaroni art? Inspirational macaroni Inspirational art. Inspirational macaroni art. Uh, or, Sean, what was yours? Uh, he is both getting drunk and cornrows. Okay, drunk and cornrows. <laughs> drunk on 2.7% beer. <laughs> or is he calling every person he knows to wish them a good day? <laughs> Um, I, I gotta say, these three things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I think he could be doing all of them. Uh, that's the end of our show. Sam, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, uh, you can check out uh, the like animated Bleacher Report stuff. It's gonna come out in the fall. Um, I have some hand in a lot of those. That's awesome. The Gridiron Heights and um. We've got some other stuff coming out, like football stuff is usually my lane. So, so a uh, lot of Jared Goff jokes coming. A lot of Jer- hey, he looked great on Saturday. <laughs> he looked he looked fantastic. I'm excited for the Sean McVay Jared Goff era. Oh, Look, Sammy Watkins and Jared Goff are a great combination. And yeah. Cooper Cup, new best white receiver, is going to be Cooper Cup. You guys, Cooper Cup. That's there's like a, a person. That's named a name in like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, wide receiver out of Eastern Washington. Mm. He's been tearing it up in oh the preseason. And he's from Eastern Washington. He's like, that's like, su- he's like such a wide receiver. He runs like perfect routes. He had a super slow 40 time, but he's always open. That sounds like something bad that happens and in like a frat. Though, like, oh, we played. Oh, you did it. You got to do the Cooper Cup, bro. Dude, a pledge (laughs) died last year playing Cooper Cup. (laughs) It's this husky guy. He cups his fart and he holds it on your face. (laughs) It's true. Uh, do you also want to plug your comedy show? Oh, yeah. If you are live in East LA, uh, I host a stand up show called Rod Stewart Live. At a bar called La Quavita in Highland Park. It's run for two years. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bar show. So it gets, it's either amazing or it's like a yeah. David Lynch movie. It's, <laughs> like it's, there's no middle ground. Like it, <laughs> it'll also just be like uh, one sad woman's birthday and she's like eating a single <laughs> cupcake, but she's so drunk. And it's like, it's always something like that or like uh, two guys fought, like will get in a fight. Like, a cholo will fight a hipster over whose hat is better or something like it's <laughs> yeah. all it's it's uh, perfectly highland park if you know that neighborhood but it's great sean what would you like to plug uh it goes through the business my bar show monday nights at little joy sam's is at the little cave ours is at little joy uh and then watch the everything report three times a week on instagram now with t-shirts yeah, he has, uh, buy some Everything Report t-shirts. Um, I also write for the Everything Report, um, so watch those. And, um, God, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, except this <laughs> week, again, he, Frankie Muniz hasn't tweeted in a while, so let's just go back to an oldie but a goodie Uh I gotta find. I gotta start faving these so I can find them easier. Um, God damn it! Sorry, guys. Forgot to do this earlier. 
Oh, here, this is a good one. This is a Christmas-themed one from Old Frankie. Uh, <laughs> on 12-22-15, I tweeted as Frankie Muniz, uh, It's cool that the post office has only one person working three days before Christmas. The 79 people in line are having a blast. And as always, that's our show. As always, trust the process. Trust the process. If you want a free sticker... DM us your address. Also, uh, ask us questions. Shut it down. Let's go home. Keep sons out of sports. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a tough one. Um, you know, I think it shows that um, in close games against good opponents, um, the, the the need for for turnovers or protecting the football, and um, you know, we didn't get them uh, defensively, and you know, we. It, took points off the board on the first fumble and then we allowed them to put points on the board so you know in, in close ball games those are they're going to be the difference makers there so uh, disappointing that's a good football team they're on a roll but we have every reason to be uh, okay with where we are right now I know there's a lot of teams that like to be three and two um, but uh, we still have work to do uh, I thought you saw flashes of some good things Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.